Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Welcome back to Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes, joined by the two Kevins. The one that's uh, in Budapest we can hear loud and clear. Can we hear Kevin Graham loud and clear? Kevin, give us a one-two. Hopefully you can hear me. I I, I shall not be silenced. Well, that's it. We've secretly tried to silence you, Kev. Um, Give us a wee shout in the comments. Can you hear everybody okay? Now, let's have a wee look at that overall as a game, because I know that a lot of people tune into the, the post-match that may not necessarily uh, listen to the half-time reaction. So we've got to look at the game as a whole, and I'm going to come to yourself first of all, Kevin Graham, so that the people in the comment sections can tell us if you're coming across loud and clear. Give us your overall summary of that game and that performance today. There's a lot of that football today that we played should have been behind a paywall. That was utterly sexual. 
<laughs> some of some of that stuff. It was utterly brilliant. Uh, I mean, there is football if you want, eh? and that was that was nothing but an absolutely sonnet. That that was a sonnet. That was a that was the sweetest bird song that you'll ever hear. And we even continued it into the setting half, which is the first time that we've done it, especially since the, especially since the winter break. Uh, just unbelievable. I mean, you're thinking that Rogic is a stick on for man of the match, then Matt O'Reilly comes on and just <laughs> does, does things that you shouldn't that you want to see done with done, done with a football. Uh, for nothing utterly flatters Motherwell. Um, we should have actually scored more in that setting half, but so but some of the football, uh, some of the football we played today was utterly brilliant. Uh, you just want to watch this team time and time again. And Ange mentioned on Friday that we needed to be better to have the success that we need to have the, this season. And the only thing that you can think that he actually meant was doing it in the setting half. Yeah. And, and we done that in the setting half today. Motherwell didn't deserve to be on the same pitch as us. Kevin mentions there that um, the thing that could be get done better is doing it in the second half. And we've mentioned after quite a few of the games over the last month or so, Kevin McCluskey, we need to get you guys' nicknames, <laughs> um, that there has been a slight drop-off and was it a concern Well, you're winning the game, etc. Do you think that comes down to the strength of the, the bench? You look at the strength of that bench, you can bring on somebody like Matt O'Reilly. You can bring on players that are going to maintain the intensity of Angie's play. Yeah, so first of all, since we're looking for nicknames, I noticed that in the comment section, some folk have likened me to a young Paul Hartley. Don't know where they're getting that from. Mate, so... I would, I, I've actually <laughs> commented today in the studio that you remind me of Josip Zoranovic. There is a bit of Josip, so we're going to call you Josip. I'll take that one over Paul Hartley <laughs> any day. <laughs> it's the beard, it's the beard. It's the beard, it must be that. Yeah. It's definitely not the footballing ability. So the strength, the strength of strength. our, yeah. the strength of our bench is helping the intensity over ninety minutes. It surely is. It, it definitely is, definitely is. Um, some of the notes I'd taken from the second half for kind of, I think I've got one about the sixty-seven minute mark, saying that I felt the intensity kind of dropped a little bit, but we were just managing the game, just kind of controlling everything. Motherwell had a couple of chances at the start of the half. After that, we just kind of controlled it. It was being played to our tempo but we wanted it at that time and then that's when the second batch of changes comes along mm-hmm. O'Reilly comes in and we just step it back up again and it's the first time all season that we've been able to do that just really control the tempo from the first minute to the last slow it down when we've wanted to slow it down and then pick it back up and Motherwell had, they, they had nothing to offer when we, when we raised the game they were dead on their feet at that point and you see we're bringing on Jota, we're bringing on O'Reilly and they must just be thinking, blow the whistle, please. Well, you know, you know the thing, right? Watching that game just near the end of the match, the commentary team were talking about the, the positives from a Motherwell angle, Kev, weren't they? And they were saying things like, oh, there's been signs that they can compete in a game like this. Well, I know that I watch these games through the Celtic prism. I get that. Of course I do, right? It's a Celtic state of mind. But you try to be as balanced as possible. Sometimes people think that you're you're too far the other way if you criticise players, etc. But I didn't see that today, Kevin Graham. I never saw a team in Motherwell that went toe-to-toe with us, really. I mean, you you pinpointed a five-minute period maybe in the first half where they started coming into it a wee bit. That was a properly dominant performance from a Celtic side who I think are growing in confidence to such a state where at half-time recently we've been 2 nothing up a few times, didn't really build in it in the second half. Rangers 3 nothing up. 
Certainly didn't add any goals, but you know, I just thought it was a really professional, dominant performance on Wednesday night. But tonight, like Kevin McCluskey said there, we were able to build on it massively um due to the quality of the subs that came on. But I don't get that narrative that Motherwell were in that game at any point. Sky have got to try and package and sell Scottish football. And they can't package and sell well, they could package and sell that just like come and watch Celtic put on a show. Mm-hmm. Come and watch Celtic utterly destroy a team, but that does the day nothing when they're trying to show Motherwell against Motherwell, eh, Motherwell against Hibs one Monday night or something like that. Eh? I Motherwell had five minutes. I they had five minutes eh, at the, probably some point in the second half as well. But even their manager will probably struggle to find any positives apart from the never lost mayor goals. We've seen Celtic that, win seven nothing there in, in a game like that for Park Kev. You know, where it could have been it could have been as bad as that for Motherwell. We've hit the post, we've had a goal chopped off, we've had a few good chances that the goalies made a couple of saves. That could have been a five, six, seven, nothing game the other day, Kev. Definitely. I'm I'm just really, really pleased that we, we were speaking about it when we were watching it and we're going, hopefully we can maybe get five, six, seven, because the team actually deserves it. The team actually deserves to actually score that amount of goals. Yeah. But we scored a goal in the second half. I think that's the first time we've done that since we've been back after the winter break. Um, Good point. I, I, I think it is. Eh? But it was just the, the performance level in the second half should have you drooling as well, as well as the first half. I we scored three goals in the first half, but the performance level in the second half was just as good. So that stuff in that second half was utterly, as you say, it should have its own only fans page. I didn't it's, say that. that. That was you. That was you. It's, it's, Your words. It's, it's, <laughs> I am not. I'm not familiar with that that particular website, Kev. But that was your words. Um, some of the comments coming through. Uh, I think this might have been. Can you hear Kevin Graham? Joe Fulham comes in and said, "Yes, sadly." <laughs> I may be picking that up wrong, Joe. Thank uh, you very much. Brilliant today. Yeah, Celtic were, Stephen. Absolutely brilliant. But let's run through some of these. Let's get you involved here. Um, Roderick rattling the post in the 76th minute. And, yeah, absolutely, Owen McGrandles. That's right, Paul Campbell, best football since O'Neill. It's been, the, I mean, the, the, the way that we're playing. I mean, I thought we played some excellent football at times under Ronnie Dyla. I thought we played brilliant football under Brendan Rodgers at times. Um, but we seem to have hit a stride at the moment whereby... You know, if we keep this up, and the guy, there's Tommy Roderick doing an interview. Didn't he often see that? Apparently doesn't like speaking to the media. So that would be interesting to watch that back. It was his uh, celebration, Kevin McCluskey, when he scored. And he didn't really celebrate. He just gave that wee smile as if to say, I know, I know. You know, I know what I can do. But all the way through the game, he's got that magnetic toe. It's like he almost sells the players into a false sense of thinking they might get the ball and then he just glides past them. I mean, I'm now sitting here and hopefully at some point in the show we can look towards um, Aberdeen and say, well, what's the strongest team? It's getting to the point, Kev, where it's difficult to pick your strongest team now. I mean, you've got to fit Roger in it, but then how do you fit O'Reilly in that? I, we spoke about this at half-time. It's that perfect headache that you want as a manager, isn't it? You know, which one of two top-quality on-form players do you want to have to tell he can't play? Um, Rogic today, <clears throat> maybe after that initial spell in the game when I thought maybe he had a a couple of poor passes. He was he was un, unreal and unplayable. He's got that style about him where he just makes everything look so effortless. The way that he, he cushions every pass, it's under control instantly. For the goal, it was what was it one touch to control, a second to set him up, and then using the defender as a shield just to bend it in the top corner. It's we've seen him score that goal so many times. It's it's trademarked now, surely. And then the second half again. 
he was he was doing everything, wasn't he? Bits and pieces everywhere. Nice little passes, little flicks inside. You know, you can't really leave that kind of talent out if you've got him at your disposal. It's it's a proper vintage Tommy Rogic display, and we spoke about these guys on Twitter, Kevin Graham, who <clears throat> are able to clip and uh, edit videos together, uh, often um, at the expense of somebody, someone less fortunate than Celtic. I would love to see that that clips that showreel of Tom Rogic because I mean. You look at the goals, he doesn't score a bad goal. But let's let's take a wee bit of time out to appreciate the brilliance of Tommy Rogic, right? So Ange Postacoglu came in and, you know, maybe obviously a lot of people were saying, oh, right, you know, there's another chance here for Tom Rogic because, you know, they've worked together. He's managed them for the national team, Kev. But there was a lot of Celtic fans who had, had kind of ran the race with Tom Rogic. They felt as though maybe last summer the time was for you know right for him to leave and there was a, a proposed move lined up, semi-retirement. Where was he going, Kev? Was it Qatar? Qatar, maybe? I see. Um, he comes back in. He's now a key element in the Celtic side. When we're playing the best football um, that we can play, he's normally pivotal to that. He's normally a key player in it. Um, Kev, now... Obviously, Ange has had a massive part to play in that. But how impressive is Tom Rogic in all of this? I mean, he has been written off time and time again, I think, as a, at least a couple of times as a Celtic player. If you but want, he's come back in. He's one of the most important players in you, that squad. If you want to be cliched, and let's get the cliched narrative out, eh? like, oh, he's been reborn under Postacoglu. It seems like the club's been absolutely reborn off the yeah. underposter call and it's not, it's not just Tom Rogic. Okay. But you look at him, eh? I mean, I, I was one of the guys. I was one of the guys who, if he would have went to Qatar, I'm gone well. What were they talking? Four and a half? Four and a half million. I says, well, his time's been and gone. It looked, at, it looked like that at that point. Fair play. He's hung, he hung around. Maybe, maybe like. We're luckily that he hung around, but you look at him, it's the fittest I've ever seen him, the leanest I've ever seen Little him. Trim. He seems to be more mobile. Mm -hmm. It just seems to be now like... He, he's far more involved as well, Kevin. He's he? grown into that mantle of being an experienced player mm. and, and a team which is really unexperienced. I mean, I just have to have a look. I mean, Ralston, Kalmak and Rogic are the only players that started and Taylor. Four players started that game that were there last season. So he is now one of the most experienced players. But on his day, and we've seen it so many, many times, he's back at, is he better in 2016 peak, Tom Rogic? He's more consistent, He I is say. more consistent. Uh, Postacoglu deserves an awful lot of credit, but the, the main credit comes actually down to the player. Yeah, The player's actually stepped up and doing... It's looked like he's enjoying his football. He looks like he's enjoying the way that we want to play. There's a set style that we want to play. He's got a bit of freedom that he actually wants. I mean, his step-overs, his feints, his dummies, the way that he can score goals. He's got absolutely everything. But now, now, he's got somebody, Matt O'Reilly, pushing him. Yeah. Going like, I can do that as well, Tam. If you can do that, I can do that as well. I've just come in, once Once Matt O'Reilly gets a bit more conditioned into the way Postacoglu wants to play, Rogic has gone, well, I'm maybe even going to get a wee breather every now and again. I didn't need to actually be playing the 90 minutes all the time, eh? And it's a great, great problem to have, as Kevin says. Mm -hmm. But now, it's a 16-team game. It's a 16-man game now. 
mean, I think if we go back to Brendan Rodgers, what Brendan Rodgers used to say was the start in 11 is just as important. The finish in 11 is just as important as the start in 11. And that's the same under Foster Coglu now. And yeah. Because we go to, as, as he kept on saying, we don't stop. We really, really don't stop. We never stop. Just looking at me, this finish. What a chip. Is there a deflection there? Maybe slightly. Right, Jock Steiner comes in, and I don't know which Kev he's talking about, but apparently Kev is looking 10 years younger, is it? I'll take that. Is it our Budapest <laughs> Kev? Is he looking 10 years younger than Paul Hartley? Is it Kev Graham? I'd like to hope I'm looking about 10 years younger than Hartley. <laughs> I hope so as well, mate. Um, Sean H comes in to say, it is ridiculous that after a 4 nothing, I think a team is going to get demolished by us one of these days. I was getting that feeling at half-time. I think I had the feeling um, against Hibs, 2 nothing up. You know, against Rangers the other night, I, I felt, particularly the fact we went in 3 nothing up, but we had had four chances in the first half. And uh, someone pointed out, we, we spoke about the penalty shout. It kind of got lost in the in the celebrations. You know, the penalty shout on Wednesday night where Yakamakis is basically manhandled to the ground in the box, nothing given. It was a it was a clear penalty for me. Tell me what you think in the comments section if you think I'm looking through green tinted spectacles. And we had four good chances. So as well as the three goals, we could have gone in four nothing up and the second half might have been different. So yeah, I do think that we are gonna come up against someone who's gonna take an absolute tanking from Celtic, uh, especially now that these players are coming back into into the uh, the manager's squad. We're talking about Tom Rodgick, Kevin McCluskey. I'm going to ask you the, the, the question there. Um, there is such a thing as, as your your uh, best start, start in 11. I know we're trying to get to the stage where we've got a great player times two in every position. And I think we've got that across the fields. You know, we've got it on the right hand side. I think with uh, Abada and Forrest pushing each other for that position. I think we've got it in certain areas in midfield. Tommy Rogic, Matt O'Reilly. Does Tom Rogic make it in at your starting eleven when everybody's fit? Oh, <laughs> that's a, that's the toughest question you could probably ask today. I think, I think yes, he does, but. Matt O'Reilly's beginning to push him pretty close for that. Um, I still, I do still think that Tommy Rogic, on his day, when he puts in a performance like he did today, is unplayable. Mm-hmm. And if you can, if you can get that level of consistency from him, week in week out, then he can. He has to be a starter. But then it is, it is that thing of it's so good to have somebody like O'Reilly, who's just pushing him now, week in week out, knocking on the door for that first team place it's something we haven't had for a long long time and it's it's such a good thing to see it is and let's not forget we've still got Eddie Gucci and David Turnbull to come back in yeah. Kev I mean Kev Graham where does that lead we, we haven't seen enough of Gucci you know he came in he looked impressive he was kicked off the park uh, David Turnbull though I mean he's a guy for me that I'm a huge fan I mean he won all the personal accolades last year and rightly so for his performances he comes in to the team maybe October last season and then he's a you know he's a he's a permanent fixture in the team till the end of the season he starts off this season his assists are there he's scored quite a few goals and then he has that unfortunate uh, injury that's kept him out since the, the League Cup final where, where does David Turnbull come into this equation then because I mean that's a tough midfield to get back into now isn't it it's a tough midfield to get back into but 
Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Ange has already says that he likes to rotate players mm-hmm. because it's a tough shift in an Ange Postacoglu team. And um, these guys will get minutes. These guys will get minutes. They will get games when they start. As Postacoglu says, he doesn't really do resting players, but he'll bring players in and out because he knows it's a tough shift. You look, look at that. You look at that today. We made five subs today. If they keep the five subs rule, then if you want to keep the that energy going for ninety minutes, guys have got to come on and have decent thirty minutes. Guys have got to come on and actually hit the ground running. The problem that we had in September, October, November, maybe going into December, is the reason that David Turnbull's injured. It's because we just played him far too much yeah. in a very, very highly stressed, mm. highly intense situation. So that that's now you now you're saying you've got those options. When you, you look at a uh, Beaton comes back in today, you'll probably say, well, that could that's more than likely to be Idaguchi once Idaguchi's actually fit mm. to come into that, because maybe Idaguchi's more an Ange Postacoglu fit. You'll have games like you you will there will be room for David Tumble there. There is going to be room for Matt Matt O'Reilly when he actually gets up to speed because he does look he, he looks like he's got the touch. He's absolutely beautiful on the ball. But you can tell that he's not conditioned yet to an Ange Postacoglu Celtic. And tell you the truth, after his first week as a Celtic player, he probably needs a breather today. <laughs> he was probably quite glad to actually sit on the bench today because he's been to Tyne Castle, he's, he's had a last-minute winner and he's had a demolition derby coming from NK Dons. He probably doesn't care if it's New York, New Year or Fur Park on a Sunday. Yeah. He probably hasn't got a clue. So there's going to be a lot of rotation and we're going to be setting guessing on when we're doing these match days what, what who's going to come in, who's going to come out. No, nobody would have expected uh, Josip Juranovic to actually be like on the bench today. But yeah. Ralston comes in and gives you a shift. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's no letdown. Beaton comes on. In that setting half, things just continue. Maeda moves through the middle. All the subs come on and absolutely contribute. We just keep on going. And that is what's going to happen. That's what we're, we're actually needing. Us. The squad is going to be load, very, very important. And guys like Turnbull and that will have a massive part to play. Aye, we will be looking towards the game against Aberdeen midweek, Kev. And we'll be looking at how the, the team will shape up. Because as you say, you know, we're going into games, you're not 100% sure what the start of is going to be. But I don't think there was any inclusions today that you thought, well, that's a strange one or a, no. a low a low bowler. That didn't happen today. It's almost like for like. Um, Chancer comes in. Is it time to get excited? Well, we're allowed to get excited, aren't we? Fans, of course we are. We can get excited. We expect um, Ange to play it down. We expect all the players to um, obviously get the, the game, take care of business, move on to the next match. And it's that footage of Callum McGregor calming everybody down. And I noticed somebody on Twitter, Kevin McCluskey, saying that it almost looked as though um, Rio Atati thought he was just telling him to calm down. And he actually felt a bit sorry for him because it's almost like he bowed his head as if, all right, I'm getting too excited. We're allowed to get excited, Kev. I mean, we're not going over the top, but we're going into a game here now at four o'clock this afternoon where Rangers are 
are now playing catch-up. And that's what it's all about. We never gave them that kind of dilemma last season. We didn't put that pressure on them. But we're never breathing down their neck last season. Well, they're going to have to deal with that today. Do you think that they can deal with it? Um, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. But for the last 18 months, they haven't had this kind of pressure. So it's something new for them. It's a completely new experience for that group of players that's out there. The last time they had any sort of pressure on them, they did crumble. They couldn't really fake it. So it'll be very interesting to see how they approach this game today against Hearts. I can only imagine that the Rangers fans are unhappy after the weekend. So they're not they're not um, kind of renowned for being easy on their team. So... You know, if things start to go badly for them in the first 5, 10, 15 minutes of that game, if they're not on top of it, then you could easily see the crowd turning on them. Um, and I don't know if they've got a, a strong enough group of players that can really cope with, with that, with things going against them. So it'll be interesting to... To see that one, it's a good point. It is a good point because that was spoken about a hell of a lot last season, wasn't it? About the the fans and how having no fans benefited some teams and hindered others. So yes, um, if things don't go their way in the first fifteen, it will be an interesting dynamic to see how they react to that forever. And ever Celtic comes in, thanks for joining us. You're a regular viewer and you're watching on YouTube. By the way, anyone watching on YouTube, get yourself subscribing on there. We're growing the YouTube channel because we've got a lot of content coming your way, Celtic State of Mind content. Um, and, you know, you know that we do the interviews, you know that we do shows like Schema Celica, uh, which is presented by our very own Kevin Graham there. But we do have bigger plans. We're going to be bringing Celtic documentaries your way and they will be free to watch on YouTube. So get yourself subscribing. Lots of exciting things happening at a Celtic State of Mind. And by the way, um, I tweeted out quite early in the morning because I fell asleep earlier. It's an age thing, Kev. You have a wee nap at about 8 o'clock when you're putting the burn to bed and then you're up till 2 in the morning. But people think you're up living it up. You're not. You're just watching Netflix. And I put a tweet out there and it was the final amount that we had raised. We collectively, not Axel, we as a Celtic support had raised for St Mary's. Just touching 29k, which is astronomical. It's an incredible amount. And it just shows you that you know, when people come together on a platform and you build a community, you can push it on to, to, to do good for worthy causes. And what more worthy than the birthplace of Celtic? Um, so, yeah, get subscribed on there. Loads of stuff for us to, to show you in the weeks and months to come. Forever and ever Celtic says, Taylor was immense again, as was the rest of the team. The reason I'm bringing this up is because JP and I had a good chin wag about the game the morning after. Um, on the Thursday show, Kevin Graham. And after it went off, as we always do on a Thursday, we ran out of time and we didn't get a chance to speak about Taylor because he performed particularly well on Wednesday night. Uh, and I think he's followed it up with another excellent performance. And he's one of the players, Kev, who has divided opinion. But I said during January that there's no way we're going to bring in another left back unless we offload someone like Paul and Golly because we've got too many left backs. Is he proven to you that he can carry that off as the first choice left back uh, without us going out? Because I said if we were to sign another left back, we need to do it in the style of Juranovic, you know, bring in someone of that kind of quality. I think Greg Taylor is coming on to a game. I think he's shown in the last couple of games, we don't really need another left back. Would you subscribe to that? 
I think Ange, uh, Greg Taylor doesn't need to impress me. Uh, he needs to impress Ange Postacoglu, and Ange Postacoglu gave him a new deal. So I think that actually says that everything what Postacoglu sees it sees in Greg Taylor, whether as as a first choice left back or a backup left back, we do not know. That will only become clearer in the summer. But I, I had a, not an argument, but we, we had a discussion about this when people were talking about bringing in another left back in January. I didn't see the need. I think we've got two decent domestic left backs. Who's your second choice? Liam Scales. Liam Scales is the second, second, uh, second choice at the moment. It could be that we actually see a... a and we've got Juranovic, of course. Juranovic comes on at come, comes on at left back as well. But also, do we see a future for Adam Montgomery at left back? Is he going to come back from Aberdeen in the summer? Started and, yesterday, didn't and, he? And actually, actually become that player. Greg Taylor is a decent domestic footballer. He was a decent domestic footballer who, at a young age, had, paid, had played over 100 games for Kilmarnock. Mm-hmm. I always go back to the problem was he was replacing he, he was replacing Kieran Tierney, and people just thought he wasn't good enough to uh, replace Kieran Tierney. Now Kieran Tierney was a generational talent, and Greg Taylor came in. He got a bit injured. He got a, he, he had his injuries, but also he was coming into a team where the wheels were falling off the bogey mm-hmm. uh, under Neil Lennon, and he, and people were looking for targets. And he was one of the targets. For me, again, again, again today, he got he got a, a a second assist for for the first goal. It, it was a, it was a great ball. He was fantastic on Wednesday night. Sometimes you need players. Sometimes you need players that will give you a six, seven out of ten every single week. Sometimes they'll elevate to an eight or nine out of ten every single week. And Greg Taylor is one of those players. He's he's an understated player. He, he's not. He's not flashy. He's, he's, he hasn't got the cult personality of Josip Juranovic on the mm-hmm. other side, or an, on an, an, or an Anthony Ralston. Uh, Anthony Ralston's got a cult personality now as well, just for where he's came to and where he's been and where he is actually now in the squad. But Taylor's just quietly and effectively going about his business, just making Ange Postecoglou actually think he is my first choice left back. But for me. I think it was shown last week that Postacoglu also trusts Scales to come in at left back mm-hmm. because Postacoglu's done this a couple of times. Eh, he actually like swaps the fullbacks, and I think he's got four fullbacks there that he actually trusts that that he can get a decent level of performance from. That's incredible the, the turnaround. I mean, not that long ago we're going into that Tyne Castle clash. Uh, not talking about fullbacks here, but looking at the midfield and throwing a midfield together of Hatati and O'Reilly, and you're, and you're thinking at that point. How are they going to respond to that? And now, a couple of weeks down the line, you were kind of spoilt for choice. And we've still got Eddie Gucci and David Turnbull to come back in. Waiting in the wings, you've still got Sorrow and McCarthy, who obviously didn't feature today, uh, but did come on on Wednesday night. What a performance, says a Facebook user. We do bring up your comments if you comment on Facebook and other platforms. It's just that YouTube gets the vast majority of the views and therefore far more comments come in on uh, YouTube. Red Scotland loves Nero, um, as Ange calls him, and he is an important part of the squad. Uh, he comes in one week, he's a captain, a couple of weeks later he's on the bench, but when he comes in, he's a no kind of fuss, no frills type of player, Kevin McCluskey. Gives me the impression that he would be low maintenance for Ange Postacoglu, but a wee bit like Tommy Rogic, very important that he brings in that experience He's got kind of the same amount of time at the club as Tom Rogic. You know, he's at that kind of nine-year stage. But that's hugely important this season. And him, Rogic, 
and Ralston are going on to potentially have their best seasons in Celtic jerseys. Yeah, I think uh, I think um, Nero's experience is one of those understated qualities that he brings to the squad just now. I think you forget that he's been here for that long. Um, and I, I kind of agree with that statement that I, I, I love him as well because I think, I think he's a classy player when he's on his, on his game. We know he's had his issues when he's played at centre-back before, but he's not a centre-back. And that's, that's been the, the result of those issues. But putting him in the midfield in that number six role, he's a, he's a very composed and kind of classy midfielder. He never looks under pressure, never looks flustered when he's on the ball. And his, uh, I, I like his distribution. He's always kind of looking forward for the pass. And the, the forward pass isn't on. He'll play the simple pass and then makes himself available for the next one. Um, he's had his few rash moments, but generally I think this season he's kept kept himself in check. His discipline's been good, apart from the Michelin game at the start of the season. And, you know, he's maybe not going to be a, a regular starter in the first 11, but again, as that experienced player to come off the bench, to be the, the calm head in the midfield when we need it, I think he's, he's definitely got a role to play. And yeah, possibly this is his best season, maybe not since, uh, you know, in total for us, but definitely in the last two, three years, this will be his, his most consistent campaign. Yeah, I thought he was unlucky with his second red card this season. Joe McAlinden comes in. Welcome to the show, Joe. Wednesday's dominant performance for the first 25 minutes, he says, tongue-in-cheek, mm-hmm. has lifted the belief of our squad to the next level. Long may it continue. Kevin Graham, how much importance do you place on that, getting the monkey off your back, absolutely destroying Rangers on Wednesday night? Because we did. I mean, there's no two ways about it. This 25-minute stuff that Van Bron- Bronckhurst is coming away with, you know, Sad like you said, er, like Kevin McCluskey said earlier, he's got to say something to appease the fans, isn't he? Make himself look a wee bit um, less to blame than he was on Wednesday night. But um, how how big is that? How big is that in terms of the momentum, uh, the shift? Um, the question was asked during the week, and Ange and Matt O'Reilly said, "Listen, we've already got the right kind of frame of mind." I wish you'd said state of mind. Uh, we've got the the right frame of mind. Um, we didn't ha- we didn't need a mentality shift. But it's bound to help in terms of confidence and the momentum. It's, it's bound to help because it's. it reminded me, now at the start of the season, I'll go right back to the first game at Ibrox at the start of the season. I think I saw enough there to say that we were not going to be 25 points behind. And where I find, where we are now, for me, is absolutely phenomenal. You had a, a bit of a Cam Dune moment there, eh? Cam Dune guys. I did, but that was more to do with... The way I'd done it was wrong, but that was more to do with my COVID. No, but clearly... <laughs> Hallucinations more than anything. But. <laughs> yeah, the cabin fever. Uh, but clearly at that stage, you were saying, no, wait a minute, I'm seeing enough here. That This is going to level out. This is I can see enough to know that Ange Postacoglu is going to get this right. Well, maybe not. You have to give him time. I always sort of had faith in what he was actually doing. Did I believe? Because sometimes we didn't look, we didn't look like a team. But we, but even at the start of the season, we'd seen enough in spells to go. Wait a minute, he might be onto something here. Mm-hmm. But he had a massive rebuild to do, and the rebuild's still going on. And where we are. The fact is we're sitting here four points in front at this precise moment of time after being six points behind coming out of the, the winter break is beyond my wildest expectations. Always says I just wanted to challenge and we are absolutely challenging. But the fact is we're utterly challenging playing this great football. I mean, we've got 
O'Reilly and Rogic in the middle of the park who are like, can weight a ball like Peak's world champion Steve Davis at the Crucible. Absolutely frightening to watch, absolutely brilliant to watch. But the other night there reminded me of when Gerrard's team bet us in 2019 at 2-1 at Celtic Park. And I know we went on to win the league that season and I know that Rangers came back after that winter break and actually fell fell apart. But they had two Rangers had two performances against us. They won in the League Cup final and won it that day at Celtic Park. Mm. And they had been building up to the two type of performances against us. You knew that they had us at that point. Maybe they didn't have enough gumption in them to actually go, go and win. They were dropping silly points at other places. But once they sorted that out, they had us. And Wednesday night gave me that opinion. Goes, goes, aye, we might not win the league this season. We might not have the squad to win this season. But they know now, them as a support, them as a club know, we have yous. Mm-hmm. We have got the measure of yous now. And, and it's game on. And we, I don't think we had that in August. But now it is game on. I think we, I think we will win the league, Kev. I really do. Um, just a wee uh, mention for the two tracks at tops behind you. They are part of our merchandise range. We don't charge for content, but we do have some merchandise available. And there's a book in there as well, Kev, written by your good self, Henrik Larson, um, and Seven Years of Henrik, the the best book in the world ever written. Uh, in prose about Henrik Larson, and you can say that with confidence, Kevin Graham. You can get all that that merchandise on Axom.net, so check it out. It's gone down really popular, and uh, we're waiting on another one of the tracksuits coming in, canary yellow with green trim. So wait for that. And further up on the right-hand side of the screen is a seven-inch single of Brooke Comb sitting up there by the decks. So if you haven't already... Check out Brooke Combe because she is outrageously talented and we've done an unplugged session with her earlier on last year. Listen, it's been fantastic, guys, uh, talking to you. And we'll do it again, obviously, on Wednesday night. Kev, are you making a wee point before Aye, you go? Can I just make a wee point? Sure. Eh? Uh, the Green Brigade on Wednesday night had a banner that says, you never walk alone, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, that, that was for a young lad from Stirling called Kenny Carty, who had a serious accident last Saturday night and he's got a long road to recovery and it's just I just want to give him a wee shout out on uh, on, his, on the road to recovery he's, he's in Fort Valley Hospital at this precise moment in time and I just want to say to anybody if anybody is struggling just please talk to people eh? that's, that's it Absolutely, it's a strong message and we keep reiterating it uh, as much as we possibly can Kev Yeah, all the best uh, Kenny and hopefully your recovery is swift and everybody around about you is there to support you as well. Kevin McCluskey, our man in Budapest. Kevin Graham, our man in, where are you? Bannockburn. Bannockburn. Our man in Bannockburn. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks everybody for getting involved. Like I said before, we've got lots of exciting videos coming up on the YouTube channel. So make sure you get on there and subscribe as well as following us on the social media channels. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. 1,200 strong live, and we don't take it for granted. As I say, once you pull that community together, you can do special things like supporting the birthplace of Glasgow Celtic, and that's what we've done to the tune of almost 29 grand. Unbelievable. I can't thank everybody enough for uh, pulling together to do that. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved, and thank you to the two Kevins for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind.
message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer for home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.